Welcome to another edition of Pond Speeps Awesome Friends Who Do Awesome Things. I got Darren. Well, before I had Darren Tech Force, sorry, put some respect on that name. It is Tech Force. Uh, well, before I found Tech Force, we had to get tech support because uh, we opened up Skype and all I saw was just a black void. And I was like, Darren, is that you? Is my computer corrupt? Yes. I've officially turned into a black hole. I'm a vortex now. Yeah, instead so you're the entire conversation. Yes, yeah, so instead you're just a black body. So it's right. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, um. Okay, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that part. I don't know where you're going either. No. Let's not go there. No. 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 <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, Darren's a longtime friend of mine since. I don't know how long ago, but it was a convention. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't even a convention. I think it was 2016. No, it wasn't even a convention though. It was a. Uh, it was a store that used to be open, and it was like this local cosplay contest, and it was a bunch of young kids cosplaying, and it was hosted by. Um, it was hosted by uh, 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 David Dub, and. Uh, uh, Beth Howard and uh, a couple other people. Right. Yeah. Was that place in, uh, in Capel. Yeah, it was in Capel. It was in. Oh, it was ro- ro- yeah, roll to go, play, right? roll to play. Yeah, roll oh, to play. Right. Yeah. 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 Roll so. To play. It's not, not there anymore, but that was fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was. But uh, it was. I mean, you were throwing out. You were throwing out a party in just a small room, uh, and full of uh, uh, cosplayers. Uh, and all of them became really like at first when I even met all of them, like I didn't even know who they were, and like I had I had no idea. It never even occurred to me that uh, you know I'd, I'd be great friends with some of them in that costly. Uh, so yeah, that that whole moment yeah. was great. But um, yeah, yes, but I, yeah, and, and then yeah, it, it uh, went out of business. A lot of a lot of. Uh, Local small uh, geek stores—they've come and gone, and uh, now we're kind of in the point where a lot of them are going to go because, well, a lot of them can't stay open. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, or what? It's a sad. It's a sad uh, state of affairs right now that we basically in a position where we're going to start off with a, a, a lot of without because I think we we kind of took for granted all the geeky stuff that we had around us and the, and the coronavirus came and it gave us like some like a, the hugest reality check in the world because when this is over with a lot of the places that you love aren't going to be around or at least several of them well there's that and then also because uh, one of my uh, or my brother-in-law works at a comic book store and he says that, you know, just getting a job in general is, that's going to be tight. That is going to be, uh, there's going to be a lot of unemployment. There's going to be a lot of uh, adults living with their parents. Uh, I mean, th- that whole thing that used to be when, when you say, Hey, you want, I'm like past 21 or 23 years old and I'm still living with my parents. If, you were to say that to someone, they would look at you and go crazy. Like, whoa, you need to, you need to get out of the house. And now we're at the point where, well, uh, even though like there, there was a 40% still of, uh, 
adults, young adults still live with their parents up to 40. Now that's going to increase. But, um, yeah, recovering from this is going to take, you know, way longer than this. This virus is going to go. But there is, there is a thing awaiting us in the aftermath that's going to probably be... Uh, you know, it's not... It's at least not going to add more... I mean, it's... The, the, the events, as in the economy, is not going to, uh, you know, uh, kill as many people as COVID has done. But it will financially. Uh, it will. Yeah. It already has. And, and um, you know, unfortunately, this government COVID-19 check that's going to go out, this one-time payment, is not going to be enough to sustain people who have lost their jobs. Now... The company I work for, they um, did a layoff uh, last week, or they called it a furlough, um, which is essentially you still keep your job, but you don't get paid, right? And you don't go to work. So it's kind of like a layoff, but not really. However, you know, there's no guarantee that by the time this is over with, my company will even stay open as it is. Um, you know, I'm, I'm lucky to still have a job there because. You know, any 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 point in time, they can let me go too. So, yeah, and that's the thing is, I I, I had a IT security job like right in my grasp, and I even like talked to someone who was employ or employing, uh, and it was it was gonna be like a really great uh, just entry in. And like I, I was like, holy crud! Like I, I found myself a job, and I've been, I had a great relationship with this uh, woman, and you know, ever since this happened, I just lost contact with her. And now the reason being is that this place is in a hospital, uh, the, the IT security staff of a of a hospital. So I mean, probably she is busy dealing with this, but I mean, I, I would can't guarantee. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that by the end of this, things will change. But I mean, I'm still going to, you know, hope. But uh, let's not all get on about the, yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> I was thinking we took the pressing stage of, of the of the world at the moment, right, or the nation. Well, yeah, but so I mean, what are you going to do about it as far as uh, you know who you are outside of this as? a musician because that's i mean even though what gets you paid the most is this job that you have but your true passion has been music right yeah i mean um gosh i got started i got started doing hip-hop a little bit later than most people um i got i i wasn't i want to say it wasn't until my mid-20s that I started even writing. Um, I think I was interested in making beats and music before, um, which I did um, initially, like on my PlayStation 1 is when I started making beats on this um, game called the MTV Music Generator. And that's kind of how I learned song structure. And then when I learned that out, I figured out, well, hey, I want to rap. So I started writing songs. And some songs, the first songs I have, I can't even find anymore. I have no idea where they are. However, 
um, that kind of gave me the basis. And and yeah, man, I've been doing music for so many years. I don't know anything else. So right now, um, your question was about how am I handling it? You know what? I don't really necessarily look at it. No, I'm not performing. Um, I mean, as you well know, this month I was going to have my CD release party, my album release party. But truth be told, I'm glad it didn't happen because it wasn't ready. And I was trying to push heaven and earth to get this album ready for this party. But I preemptively did it and didn't realize how much would actually go into what I needed to do. So I'm glad it got pushed back. I hate that this is the reason behind it, but I need more, more time on the album. But as, as an artist, you know, honestly, I've been... The album itself, Child of the 80s, the main pieces are done. I'm just waiting for other people to be able to record their parts and me to kind of get down the songs and I can stretch it out. But other than that, man, I've just... I guess I've been focused on work and this A-plus certification and some of the other stuff that I've been neglecting while I've been working on music. Um, so I've kind of taken not so much as a break, but just just dividing my time into different things. Like my daughter, I have to, um, now with, with the schools being closed, I have to teach her now. I gotta be her teacher. How's that been going? Um, depends on what day. <laughs> so some days go great, some days are not so great because you, you know you you got to take a child that's used to being in a, an environment around other children and teachers and instructors, and you kind of take that away from them. So now it's being in this environment, and plus you got to tell her, hey, we can't go to your friend's house because you might get this virus that could possibly kill you. And not say it in that way, but, you know, oh, no, we can't go to Papa and Nana's house because you might be a carrier of it. And, and uh, but as far as the actual education part goes, I think we're coming into a rhythm. The first week was terrible. It was bad. But, um, you know, this is, this is for right now, the, the, the normal, the new normal. It won't be that way forever, but... You know, um, musically, man, I just, I actually been working on different beats that have nothing to do with my album. I've been getting back into production and having fun with it. And I kind of, kind of utilize that time for some, some other stuff. So. Well, no, that, that, that is great. Uh, I, yeah. Speaking of kids, uh, Candy, he, had, she had school, she's three. And, uh, now with that not happening, it doesn't really, you, you know, she's just so attached to, uh, her family that it's doesn't really bug her as much. And plus she's also three, so she's still really little. Uh, yeah, but, um, there are things like she wants to go to the park and we have to let her know, well, that's not really something we can do. And she just, she wouldn't be able to get it. But I mean, yeah. And and the fact, the one thing you mentioned is that, um, she's so young and at three years old, you know, you don't really, you don't know anything about school. You just know about your family. 
So yeah. it's good that she's able she's able to rely on you guys and 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 not really notice too much of a difference. Yeah, I mean it's not that she doesn't notice school. They I think they do like uh, uh, calls. They they do like meet meetups. Uh, or not meetups like virtual meetups on on Wednesdays and like that's pretty much she likes doing that and that's like uh, good enough for her. Yeah, so uh, she meets with the teacher. Yeah, like they're the the teachers. They just kind of uh, they do like some sort of like virtual call, and that's how they're yeah, that's how they able to teach preschool at this time. Uh, so there is something like that, and uh, yeah, e- even d- despite all this ha- happen, and uh, you know, I. I be from going to these conventions from helping out events and just you know meeting all sorts of wonderful people like you like i just kind of became a extrovert so back then when i was a kid like this is i mean this wouldn't be a big deal for me anyway just stay at home don't go outside or or do anything out uh i'd be like okay sure i i don't care but you know, now I kind of do, and it's, I mean, yeah, it's something that has kind of affected me, but I've always had on the back of my head that we are, there is going to be an aftermath, there is going to be a conclusion to this, like, I, even though that's, that uh, anxiety has hit me as well, uh, there, there was still in the back of my mind that, uh, this isn't the end and there's even progress made like there are people saying that we got like vaccines ready or at least uh, we're working on them and by uh, may it won't be over uh, definitely it won't be over but we have, will be making like positive progress they even said that uh there will be far less than two hundred thousand uh u.s deaths because most people are staying at home so like th- t- th- today on the news like there's been pretty much nothing but good signs and that because uh, I've seen a lot of people say like you know this is the apocalypse uh, you know those movies we watch they're real and I'm like no they're a movie is a movie uh, escape from new escape from New York is not there's not gonna be a guy with an eye patch playing basketball or anything like that uh, there th- no this is not real Resident Evil does not exist there is no raccoon city. Um, no, no, but I I will say that, yeah, it is, I mean, it does, it, this virus does show, you know, bring out the best and worst of people, like, the, the people you know who, they are only out for themselves, and then the people you know, they really look out for others, or, they're people who are just going out and giving food to people and, uh, who, uh, need it, and I think it's, Really, one despite all this happening, there was still good uh, coming out, and it's 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 just something that uh, every one hundred years there's going to be something crazy like this, uh, and the fact that we've advanced in some ways beyond a hundred years ago, that's kind of allowed us to avoid those traumatic uh, levels that we've seen so long ago like this is not 1066 or anything uh but um yeah i i, I don't want to like talk too much about the virus because of course it is all about you uh i mean you're you're you didn't create COVID 19 yes, i, I hope. am the virus no 
Thanks for noticing COVID Tech Force. Yeah, you can make you can make. In fact, you should just uh, collab with uh, COVID nineteen. You can make a, a album with them. Call it Pestilence. Yeah. Twenty twenty. Yeah, it'll be like num 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 num. <laughs> I, I I I said earlier when uh, you know what 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 if I were to interview COVID nineteen? So uh, COVID. What, what, what are you doing? What have you been up to? Because viruses don't right. talk, so they just be making noises. But right. anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, actually, I've been uh, you know, eradicating your species uh, thousands at a time. Thanks for asking. No, and that, you're now happy now that you're with me. No, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I probably yeah. do. I, uh, right. Yeah, and, and you know what? There was, there was some reports saying that cats now have it. So, you know what? I, and I'm... <laughs> I've let my cat kiss me all day today, uh, especially. <laughs> so. Oh, with cat team. N- um, nah, man, you. You know what? Again, and we'll move on from that from that this, that topic because I know that the topic was to talk about what I'm doing. Um, but to to kind of piggyback to what you were saying, man, it's hope. That's what we need to have right now more than anything, and that's what they need to show in the news is more hopeful stories. And if you look on MSN.com, despite everything they got, they got a tab that says hope that you click on or great good news. Like things are in such a bad state mentally with people. They have to have a good news tab. So I don't look at news anymore. I don't, I don't look at COVID-19. I don't look at what it does. I let it affect me when it first hit like everybody else. And I'm not going to. I'm going to live my life, and I'm just going to wash my hands and avoid people, and and we'll we'll get through it, man. So, you know, with that being said, that's that's the end of my my tech talk, not TED talk. Yeah, talk. no, I, but I, I the reason why I wanted to bring it up to you because uh, I remember I was watching uh, one of your. When you did like a little live, you were talking about this, and uh, you you actually did say were like referencing movies from the '80s, and I I had to kind of think back. Uh, I'm like, I I don't I don't think those those apocalyptic movies, as much as they may have a message of don't do this, I don't think we'll get to those levels. Uh, I mean, we there there have to be so much to happen. I mean. There, there are dangerous people doing dangerous stuff uh, all the time. Uh, I'm sure if the the vir- virus wasn't a thing, you know, people stab each other as long as there is a scarcity of uh, something. Uh, yeah, they just use it as an excuse. I mean, Black Friday is where you see pretty much the, just this nonstop. So, and I, yeah, there, there, there are stories trying to create this to make this seem. I'm not. I'm not saying that this isn't serious. This is, but we do have to keep in mind that this virus is not invincible, and there is, uh, you know, uh, and yeah, some of my friends don't believe that, and that's where I, I. That that's the only reason why I even watch news. Plus, you know, when my parents make dinner and uh, we go down to eat, like they always put on the news, so I. I it's almost like I'm obligated to watch it just to eat with the family, but. Uh, uh, yeah, um, but anyway, you're not tech force isn't associated with COVID nineteen. That's the thing is th- this is a you are a a forty year old rapper about yeah. pop culture and 
you know, mo- mostly retro video games, but you've done uh, TV. Um, uh, I mean, pretty much anything that you're really into, you just kind of make a song out of it. And that's kind of really uh, cool that you just make your own, like, uh, fan-made uh, music videos or, mu- or music raps, and they kind of take a life of their own. In 2013 or 2014, when I, because my 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 original, well, one of my original rap names was Tech 45, um, and that was that was my name I went by for a long time, and I rebranded myself Tech Force. I wanted to start talking about the stuff that I loved. Cause you I you don't like 45? Huh? You don't like 45? Tech 45. No, well, so the name. The reason why it changed is because it was, it was a guy that, a former friend of mine that was, um, I let him listen to my music, you know, and, and he was a DJ and he was like, what's your name? I says, oh man, it's Tech 45. He said, Tech 45? I said, man, that's a really militant name. You sound like a gun or you're going to a place with a gun. I said, well, you, said, you, you should call yourself Tech Force. Well, and I thought about it. I actually, I thought it was stupid. I was like, man, that's a stupid name. I'm not gonna do my tech force. I thought about it. I said, this is a better name for myself. So, changed it. Well, I mean, to to that guy's defense, you do look like a a bouncer. Uh, if, if someone were to go to the strip club, they have to go through you first. <laughs> it's like no way. I just stopped you right there. Uh, no, it's it's like you're just such a like a calm, collected guy. But like whenever someone would come up to you, you are really tall. Uh, you look like you got a lot of muscle on you. Like if if you were wanting to get uh you know a, a job at a strip club and be the be the bouncer, you could. That's not the first time. You know, I, I'll tell you a funny story real quick. So, um. This guy, former friend of mine. Um, Why you keep saying former friend of mine? Did did you like kill him or something? I do. Okay. If right. I say that, they're no longer. They're no longer. Well, you know, man, you 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 have friendships with people that sometimes work out and sometimes they don't. Yeah. And you move forward. You don't try to push it. And I, I don't shy away from somebody that's no longer my. I'm gonna say my friend so and so. We're not friends. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you about my relationship with someone who I'm not friends with. So anyway, my former friend, um, he was DJing at a um, place down in Dallas, right? And um, <laughs> so he's DJing, and he's a very slim guy, very trendy fashion. Looks like he's plays, you know, Las Vegas and these places. And I come in, you know, I'm a pretty big black dude, and he has a little DJ set up, right? So I go up and I stand right next to the DJ platform like this, and I'm just rocking, you know, I'm just kind of got my arms folded, and a group of girls come up to me and say, hey, is it possible that we could come up and talk to him? I said, like, why are you asking me? He says, oh, oh, you're not his security? I said, no, that's my friend. Just go up and ask him. But they thought I was security because I'm this big black dude sitting up there looking like this. And I, I get that a lot. And when people meet me, 
I'm so far from that. I'm not that guy, but that's just the size I am. That's cool. I'd rather be seen as somebody big and intimidating than somebody weak and that you can push over. So I'll take it. Okay. So, like, if someone were to, like, listen to your songs uh, afar, they'd be like, wow, this is really cool, that uh, Tech Force. And they come up to you like, Rick, okay, sorry. So, <laughs> well, no, nah, you know, and that's not even what I want to want to come across as people, because, you know, you met me. I'm not some aggravated, confrontational dude. I write songs about Transformers and mario brothers and stuff well that could be confrontational you never know well yeah but that's not but it also depends on how you approach me yeah so if you approach me confrontational that's probably how i'm gonna take it but i still i think before i react so i diffuse a situation before i i embrace it if that makes any sense yeah i diffuse it because i see I, i catch my surroundings and i see what's going on because if I react one way, it can set off a chain of events. Um, but if I if I try to think my way through it, that tends to work better for me. And I don't think people see that coming from me. But that's why I got the smarts. Yeah, I mean, you are dead, though. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of... Uh, just kind of a lot of uh, skills you have on you from just even music and then, you know, being a parent and having to juggle through that. Along with... You know, getting a job that's, uh, or having a job that's not even related to Tech Force, uh, or I mean, to, uh, musician. Although, is that, I mean, we talked about it before, it's probably yeah. something eventually that you want that to be your main job, but, uh, I mean, I've seen, I've seen you kind of grow from, uh, you know, rapping in a, in a tight and really small, building to uh you know setting up a the 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 premiere of a big or a uh, well i mean big because it is a known the national video game museum and i mean there's other places too even though arlington isn't like the biggest convention it is still you know there's still like a thousand yeah yeah and to like uh you know bring or uh uh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, to perform on on there and to attract attention because I would I would go, I mean, uh, may may not be every single show you uh, host has a lot of people, but every time I show up, I see a room like packed filled with people, and uh, your daughter would just be either the. You're funny. You say we talk about you being the security guard, but I really think uh, your daughter, uh, she is pretty much the security because she she's kind of like getting people see it or something like that. And then when all that's over, she'll come up and be your backup dancer. So there's kind of something really sweet of just you know being being the creative rapper you are, and then just even involve your uh, your own kid and into it and. The, those those are kind of some of the funnier parts when you just let her just make up her own dance moves. Uh, yeah, man. I, at Arlington, it's funny you mentioned. Well, you were there for the um, for the, the panel I did. You were yeah. there right for the panel. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I remember that. She always sabotaged her band shit all the time. She'd take, she'd take over and start running her mouth and talking to people. I'd be like, look, whose panel is it? But she'd take that mic and she'd do what she wants. But that's all, you're like, I've kind of raised her in that. I think she's been on stage since she was four or five with me. Um, honestly, she's been to a lot of, and it's just been recent times where it was at an event like a, a bar she can't go to or something that's older, but um, she'll be 10. The end of this month, man, she'll be 10. She'll be 10 years old, the 29th. That will, well, yeah, that's a, uh, because at the very least, like, Kennedy's still three, so she doesn't really, oh, well, okay, this happened before the, Cause that I mean that I mean I I don't want to go back to this because uh, I keep tell every every interview I make I keep saying okay this is the last time I'm gonna talk about this thing but I mean just you can't really get around it because everybody's creative lives is kind of affected by this so it's almost yeah, like man. I want to yeah it, you know I I I don't know what it sucks because I, I like to perform right now. Like, I, I like to... Do an online one. Well, I don't necessarily want to do that either because if I do it, I'm a, I want to do it right. But I don't I don't really want to do an online show right now. Right now, I just want to focus on making this album dope, tighten it up, studying. Because and... everybody's doing online shows, right? Everybody's doing online raps and online shows and they're all doing COVID-19 stuff. <laughs> Wait, what? The same as everyone else, huh? They're doing COVID-19. Are you saying like they're they're dealing COVID-19? Uh, <laughs> You're <laughs> saying they're doing COVID-19 stuff like they're dealing drugs. Hey, I got some COVID-19 for you. Real hot if stuff right do, here. No. If they do, they're about to be shut down by the CDC right now. CDC is on them. Um, no, I mean, like, shows centered around coronavirus. and. Well, you know, I mean, I, I don't... So maybe not like that, but uh, what, what would be a good example? There's There have been people who are able to still keep going with their shows, not not having to, you know, talk about the virus or anything. Just just basically continue as if they... Uh, okay, I know this is probably out of a out of a different entertainment field, but um, bear with me here. But uh, Dallas Video Fest is a local film festival here in Dallas. There, there's film festivals going on. There's anime f- festivals going on. But anyway, they basically uh, have the, instead of canceling their festivals, what they did is that they just basically ran the festivals online. So, uh, you got to, so everything you would have experienced, like going to these film festivals, they basically just have it live streamed and recorded or pre-recorded for your viewing pleasure. Uh, I, I mean, again, I, I don't know what, how you could do that through music, but if there's a way, then, uh, saying yeah i I feel like i get you rather have like you rather see the people there like i I, there is kind of a disconnect of doing it online like because 
I mean, your your way of knowing that people are watching you is just going on to the stream count and looking at the viewers. But I get that uh, if people aren't, uh, you know, you aren't seeing f- faces, it doesn't make the same impact, as if that's what you were trying well, to say. It's not, it's not even like, Chase, I can do a show right now and I don't need you to look at me okay. to perform <laughs> the same level of energy. Yeah, that I do when I got a room full of people. I'm a, I'm an artist, man, and yeah, I could if I know that I can look at that number and 150 people are watching. That means they're all glued to me, and I need to really bust out that show. But I gotta have the right setup for it. I live in a one bedroom apartment. It was really small. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm seeing the, the I'm seeing the bunk bed behind you. Yeah, it's really it's really small, man. This is my so my daughter has my room. I live in my living room. Oh wow, that's where I live in this apartment. So to give you an idea of the stuff that I do to take care of my little ones, when I got I've been in this apartment for three years and I don't make a ton of money. I don't claim up here being you know like I got a a lot. I make ends meet, but when I got this apartment, I knew what it was. I knew she'd have this. I live out there. When my money gets better, I'll be able to upgrade. But um, I mean, it's kind of things I deal with. I deal, I deal with reality. Like I don't. I'm being patient, Chase. Like I, I don't have to rush to do a show. Yeah. I don't have to rush to do a performance. People still rock with me right now, like yourself. You're interviewing me. Yeah. So you apparently I'm interviewing you in bed. Like, like, you want to interview me so much that you're literally chilling out to do it, and I'm in here, so we're good. Yeah. All I have to do now is make sure that my album and and everything is set up properly, so that the time comes and I say, "Hey, Chase, I need you to be there at the National Video Game Museum." And I don't know, hell, October. Let's say October of this year, because I don't I don't perceive this thing going past this summer I don't it may if it does it's fine um and you know what and honestly to, I say this but it's gonna take time for people to be okay with being places too so the show might even be pushed back till next year I, it depends on how people react to being around each other again does that make sense yeah that is going to be something interesting is like when this is over is like, uh, how, uh, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, I, I wouldn't even be, you know, happy to see people again, but, uh, there are, I mean, you know, there is still that trauma about it. I, I kind of wonder, um, because some of my friends, they are even, they're worse affected by this than I am. And, uh, I, I do, Fear for them, or not fear for them. I well, I mean, you know, I I uh, check up on them to see how they're doing. Uh, so yeah, and I, 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 and I think you do that, man. yeah. I mean, well, I I you you may be able to work. I I my job is closed, uh, so I'm kind of one of the people. I wouldn't say. Oh wait, no, you said never mind. Sorry, you're also for loan. Uh, I my my job is closed for at least the rest of the semester. So uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we're both kind of out of that. 
And I just spend that time just, you know, doing uh, podcasts and uh, also just, you know, generally checking on friends uh, to see how they are. Because uh, I think the people who are going to be f- mentally affected of this the worst are the ones working in the hospital. Uh, you know, that's a good point. People talk about everybody staying at home, but what about the tra- trauma? Of these people that have worked 48, 72 hours and more with little sleep, just taking care of them. Yeah. They're going to need the most therapy. They are. Yeah. And some of my friends work in the medical uh, facility. Some people over at Heroic and her kids work at the medical facilities. And that's, yeah. So, uh, but, um, Back to back to you. <laughs> this thing has been just taking over this darn interview. Uh, okay, so you know why it's okay? It's okay because we're not afraid to tackle real life issues. Yeah. Now, one thing that you see when you're talking about entertainment and podcasts and interviews, people just talk about things to keep stuff out of people's. My, you know, let's let's talk about the real cute and clear cut, just this type of thing. But you got to think about if you want to know an artist, talk about the things that are affecting them in their life. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, we're we're people, man. We, you know, God, you 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 go through the same thing that I do, man. And and uh, I've known you for quite a while, Chase, and you've been a really good dude. And I'm sorry if I haven't always been available, man, with my life, but you have always been there to help out. I hope I've done the same. And, um, and we're in this together, so if we talk about this, it's cool. Now, we can officially right now stop <laughs> any more COVID-19 talk. It ends right now. So what? So you. Okay, my question for you. I got a question for you, Chase. Okay. We'll, we'll do this. So um, what do you still working on um as like first of all congratulations on on the show on the on the interview show and doing that um what's your game plan for the rest of the year as far as interviews are you trying to branch it out to um to like more podcasts or more types well so this is really a side thing uh every week i'm doing a show with uh basically two or three other people and we're talking about uh, the latest in pop culture uh, and uh, like and, and I, I kind of go back and forth between uh, one week it, so I, I basically ha- I'm running two shows but they kind of uh, each they each sort of uh, take turns and uh, so for like this week is uh, called the Variety Pond and that's where we just talk about anything goes. Uh, I now in this time I've kind of because uh, I again on the main shows I don't want to kind of dive so much into COVID nineteen because one of the things we do on the variety pond is just talk about ridiculous news happening over the world and there is nothing else going on besides this. Uh, so instead I re- instead I replace that with just talking about a bunch of old uh, movies uh, and the uh, last time we did uh, uh, we did um, oh we did Ferris Bueller's Day Off and uh, what, what was the other one? Uh, Elvira uh, Mistress of the Night oh, 
Yeah, so we we did those we reviewed those two movies, uh, and then I talked about. So there's a uh, there's a, there's a you know Super Mario sixty. Do did you ever own a Nintendo sixty four? That's like one of the only systems I did know. Oh wow, uh, that. I know I I grew up with that so maybe I'm just speaking out of uh That's your era. Yeah. Uh yeah. but I'll say uh Super Mario 64 uh is a great game. There are there's this whole community of people who basically take these old games and they're PC gamers know things as called mods. These are like hacks. So this is basically we are taking this old game and we're kind of mod- modifying it, but without the knowledge of the original creator. So the thing that we that I covered uh, is not approved by Nintendo, and it's basically a Super Mario dating sim in the format of Super Mario sixty four. Yes. And it's a game where all you do, you're, you're Mario, uh, you're running really fast like Sonic for some reason, but you're Mario and you're going in and you're basically uh, flirting with uh, each of the enemies uh, in the game. And it gets very, very nasty, very sexual. Or what? Oh my god. Oh yes, there, there's a part where like, so the whole goal is that you have to, the goal of this game is that you have to marry Ever each of the girls in the in the uh, super in the Mushroom Kingdom High School, and there are like eight girls or six girls you have to marry, uh, and you have to marry all of them. It isn't like choose who you want to date or anything. You got to polygamy. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so you, uh, so you're you're dating. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're. So Mario is dating like uh, Boo. Uh, Throm, Chain Chomp, uh, the the eyeball enemy in Super Mario sixty four, uh, Toad. Uh, so, <laughs> it seems like that game is trying to push a polygamy and polyamory um, <laughs> agenda. Except the that Mario world. kills them at the end. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he's oh my god. So that's his way to reel a man. Yes. The he defeats him in that way. No, no, it's so it, it's kind of weird how it it's okay. I, I don't even know how to explain he's a it. Killer. What? He's a serial killer. Yes, he's a serial killer. Well, so they explain he's a forty-year-old man uh, walking. Or, or, so everybody in the school, they're all teenagers. They're all kids. But oh, he's uh, 40? yeah, he's forty. Like one of the kids he's dating is like. Hi, isn't it funny how you're a 40-year-old man uh, hanging around with a bunch of teenagers? And I just kind of felt <laughs> weird. About... Uh, that is, that's an alarming game. Uh, that is not approved by Nintendo. That's why I had to make that long exclamation of a game hack. Because Nintendo, if, yeah. Nintendo, if Nintendo found out about this, they would have had these people killed. This thing, you would never see this... This uh, the <laughs> this game again. <laughs> um, that's not the message they've ever wanted to push to Super Mario sixty four. So weird stuff like yeah. So so regardless if it's new or uh, old things we talk about, occasionally I will always throw in something weird like that. 
Like, uh, even in when we talk about in the, the Pond Theater, where we talk about basically movies of current, I always do something like a crazy movie review, where I just take a, a really bad movie to talk about that is just so... Where I get all the other co-hosts, they're all like, well, this movie exists? I, I did not see that. Uh, and uh, the, the, the latest was a, a movie called Homeward. It's basically uh, the Cylon. They they make Sharknado movies, but they also make uh, ripoffs of uh, of like really cla- like Transformers. You you uh, you love Transformers, right? Well, they got they got Transmorphers and uh, 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 Pacific Rim. Seen, you know what? I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen the, the, like the not the video, but I've seen. I don't know if it was on Amazon Prime. Or something. I seen that kind of link for it, or where you can click on it. Transmorphers. Yeah, Transmorphers. That was from the Asylum. That they, they they make their business off of just taking whatever is popular and just making like a bootleg version of it. And, and their late their latest was the the Disney Pixar movie uh, Onward. They made Homeward, uh, and it's. <laughs> Yeah, and they they got Tom Green from Freddy Got Fingered to voice the principal. So, uh, I mean, I I don't want to say so much. Of, again, I I don't want to. Uh, I have to look this up now. You, you just kind of peek my head because I just watched homework. Why does it keep? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there's a cha- there's a uh, image function on the on the. Skype, but side, yeah. yeah. A- anyway, the, the the reason why I want to kind of go those were those are pretty much the things that I do on my podcast. We just we do we talk about weird crud and we just have fun, and because there's so many, there's so much fear, there's so much uh, chaos going on that uh, you know I built my podcast for people to just come in and have a laugh and or or be informed about recent things uh like you know, trolls world tour is coming out friday and for uh the variety pun i am going to review that uh which we're going to have a dennis quaid-a-thon so we're going to talk about <laughs> a lot of Quaid-a-thon. yes dennis quaid Do you know dennis quaid uh, okay, well, he's so Harrison Ford. He's the he's the guy you hired to be the grumpy old man uh, character, and yep. Dennis Quaid is the guy you hire to be the crazy old man. Uh, so uh, we're yeah reviewing Dragonheart, The Intruder, uh, and uh, Dennis Quaidathon. Yeah, Dennis so, Quaidathon with with Trolls World Tour as well. So that's uh, also you know what you're missing as well too. What? Um, his most recent one, or one of his most recent ones, is the one where the kid finds the alien gun. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, okay. Uh, yeah. We're not reviewing... Yeah, we're reviewing um, Dra- Dragonheart, which I just saw Dragonheart. is dumb as heck, but I I had fun. I'm going to save it for the the show. But we're... we're I mean, we... We don't. We try to max it out to be like, at max, do four topics because four you can you can spend time on, and it could be like an hour and a half show. Like I'm, I'm not meaning at least for the time being. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not trying to go on for two hours or three hours talk about, you know, five or six movies or whatever. But um, right. you know, just try to keep a pacing in. But 
yeah, the, the, I mean, the, the whole thing is, that's really the, what I'm doing is just, every... Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, keep, just keep a good cons- uh, discussion going and just entertain people. And I think that's what is, you know, most valuable uh, and what kind of keeps people happy. I mean, that's what I do. I, I, I watch, I listen to podcasts myself. You know, one of my favorite uh, podcasts uh, that I even recommend you to, you know, just to even go out and see uh for cuz you said you go to Austin's sometimes or you been to Austin yeah several times uh the perform and just uh a thing more recently I went on a mini vacation with my girlfriend down there and had a blast but I love Austin yeah no I I did too like I used to cover uh South by Southwest there but uh, there's yeah. a there's a group of black comedians called Double Toasted, and uh, they're they're kind of one of my inspirations. Do uh, even though I, I do my own personality and everything, but the whole thing about you know acting crazy and and just cu- talking about weird stuff, uh, just to you know bring people entertainment. Like I I that I mean that was a foundation uh, that I I wanted that inspired or inspired me to just kind of. Uh, I mean, because I always wanted to be creating content, but I wanted to do it in a way where I can just kind of be efficient about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... I, I, we, sense, man. I like it. I think you got me intrigued with a Dennis quaid Oh, yeah, that, that'll be... We'll be recording that Saturday. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole string of movies, man. Dennis Quaid been acting like... So, you said how many movies? Uh, we're going to be talking about three. And then uh, plus Trolls World Tour, so it's gonna be like four movies in total. He's in that too. No, well, actually, I don't know that, but uh, tr- the reason why I'm doing Troll Troll World Tour is that comes out on Friday the tenth. So oh, I wanna right, I wanna right, jump right. on that because you know it's the weekend it that comes was, out. Uh, so that was the one, one that the studios since they can release in the theaters. Yeah, are yeah. Releasing for like twenty bucks. Um, for people to, to watch, right? Yeah, that's that's another thing because movie theaters are possibly going out. Of, I mean, AMC is going under, so uh, movie yeah. theaters are kind of. I mean, some of these big movies, they're going to be. You know, some of them are actually going to Netflix. Uh, Disney Plus yeah. or Disney's uh, putting uh, uh, two of their t- t- uh, uh, <laughs> the new Mutants is going to be on Disney Plus and uh, another movie. They're so yeah. I yeah. mean. It's, uh, it's, uh, it, it's changing, man. Yeah, I things are changing. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, it, it is. Um, but, uh, I want to kind of get back to the, I mean, cause we, we've been going on and we've been having good time, uh, you know, having serious discussions and then having fun discussions. Uh, I mean, that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, that is. Uh, but, I mean, because you you've done so much with uh, you know doing retro music, and uh, I mean, I we could go on about that, but that's a, almost a different topic of its own. Because you, I mean, you have a big catalog of uh, you know old school gaming, anime, uh, and you even kind of do rap for uh, independent an independent uh, comic called uh, 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 what was it, uh, Robicide. 
Uh, and I actually recently there was a, uh, the video that you guys were recording over in, uh, uh, Arling, uh, Arlingcon. And I, I watched that and I was like, wow, that is no, that, that it was really, it was really, uh, fun though, or what you guys were doing to just, uh, say, Hey, you what, uh, come check out our comics. And, uh, I kind of felt, Terry, Terry Parr is the one that, um, shot it i think him and, and david together but but i know terry edited it and it was so funny when we did it, it was fun it was super hot it was june arlicon was in june right yeah it it's always in june yeah it's always in june right super hot that day i was melting and um we still did it shot in different segments and we just had fun with it man it was it was a good time i think that that shot that whole shoot took about an hour maybe a little more than an hour because you gotta set up the shots you do several different takes um you know one might not be great so you do it again but it seemed to work great I had just what's so funny is that I think maybe a week before Terry finished that, that video I had finished recording the song for Robicide yeah, and that, that play, yeah. I did, and, that, and that's not like the finished version of full. That, that's literally just me in my, my closet recording just so I can remember my lyrics. That's usually what I do, but when I when I want to remember a song, I'll preliminarily record it and just go over it over and over until I got it and then go into an actual studio to record the, the song and have it down. Um, but when I sent it to them, I said, Halo, this is just kind of like, you know, a real raw verse. I don't care. We're using it. It's going to the video. So that's why it plays. And you just kind of hear some of it. But there's a, the full version of it. I've already record, recorded the song. I, it's it's pretty it's pretty fun. It's going, I, and that's one of the things that I miss about not being able to do the show because I can't wait to do that song live. Because the whole thing I'm envisioning with the video is having like the Sherry Ken character, myself, like playing with the characters in the afro and like some 80s gear and we all do like aerobic exercises and stuff and that'd be kind of the name of the, the, the game yeah. of the video but that's down the line yeah uh i i mean i i watching that i kind of felt jealous because i was like man i, I would have loved to even just be uh even just play a small role in that uh because um I remember I was like starving. Uh, and this just show how amazing all the people are. And I, I was, I did not bring food, uh, money to to eat food uh, over there. So I, I did not eat lunch or dinner the whole time. And uh, 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 Row like just basically held me hostage and said, "You know, we're not. You're not taking you home until we uh, feed you." And I, I was. I mean, and that that is also. You should have said something, man. I, I, I'm sorry. I was walking around now, huh? We, man, we could have. Was got you something to eat, dude? What do you? What you, was, was, you, act, you act like we're all strangers. We know who you are. No, no, it, it's not that. I just didn't want to like take money away from people, and I, I, I paid her back. Uh, it, it, it was, it, it, it was just like I, I. I didn't, and I was offered money and and food, and I, I was like, I don't, I don't know if I want to 
do that from people. But uh, no, it's. I mean, that that is why. Uh, oh, hi. <laughs> this is. A, hi. Hi. We've been doing this for so long that we forgot there's Rhea too. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, how are you uh, doing? Oh how are you doing uh, right now? Yeah, what have you been up to? Uh, just watching Pokemon, my favorite anime. Okay, see, that you know how to make a great family time in this time. Uh, just watch Pokemon. There, there's so many episodes yeah. of Pokemon that you'll never, you'll oh, never God. stop watching. <laughs> yeah. There's so many episodes of Pokemon. Oh, oh yes. We've been, we've been watching, um, No, Pokemon. more like over a thousand. There's like a thousand. Yeah. You, you, you're talking about the whole first five seasons that came out in the 90s, I think. No, the, well, they... There's five, there's five whole seasons? No, there's like... there's Because like, my, my little brother is like a huge fan of Pokemon. And there's there's like 12 seasons of Pokemon. Or oh. like... yeah, No, there's a lot of seasons of Pokemon. The, the well, show. The <laughs> she, she just falls down like, holy... That many episodes? You know what? Um, if, if if Kennedy was in the middle of this interview, she would be in like, "Hi, I want to do my ABCs, A B C D E." So, uh, anyway. Well, maybe maybe next time she she can be in the. We can do a Kennedy interview. No, don't play nothing right now. I'm, I'm in the middle of an interview. Okay. I'm, I'm around her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell, tell, tell Chase. Bye. Say, say, tell, tell Chase how, how do you like, how do you like, and look, this is rare that you're in an interview with me because normally I do this by myself. So if you're in one, you get to talk about you. So, what do you, hey, what do you like about, oh, she's gone now? No, no, she's, she's here. She's okay. getting the stuff in the What? Mew. Yeah, you like Mew, but what what do you like about your dad's music? It's a pretty, it's a really good. It's kid friendly. <laughs> I love my favorite's Move. Move? Yeah. I think a lot of people like Move. Oh it's yeah. Energetic, I gotta say. Yeah. Yeah, are well, you the are you the backup dancer? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. She doesn't do that no more, man. No, not she anymore. Nah, she's okay. Well, they got to grow up any day. Some yeah. Once in a while, like five months. And five months, you'll be on stage. With I me? don't know. Depends on the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, That's I, a good point. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, so. Oh geez, it is almost an hour long. Um, so you know it, it's fine. I I mean, there there's so much to even say about your music that that would go on for uh, long and long. But I would just say that uh, you know there's a lot there's there's a lot of uh, the, I mean a lot of people view hip hop as like uh. You know, it's we're gonna just talk about uh, gangsters and um, 
you know, uh, killing people and drugs and everything. And I, mean, I wouldn't say that that's all. I mean, occasionally you're going to get some something that's uh, big that isn't about all that. But you still, when people associate rap, it's like, okay, we're going to just, it's just this one thing. But you kind of have your own spin on it that kind of makes it really uh, fun and interesting. Just, uh, I mean... So- I, yeah, to, to, well, you mentioned one, one thing that, you mentioned something that I always thought about when I was doing this rap thing. So, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of gangster, hip, gangster rap and, and drug rap and all that business. But I think about, the first thing I thought about when I started rapping was my kids. And, oh, mom. Go talk to another one. Oh, okay. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Yeah, you know. Um, so, the one thing that I thought about was the fact that I grew up in the suburbs. And my parents left Houston. They used to stay in, so there's two, there's several different hoods in, in, in Houston, Fifth Ward and Third Ward. My dad came from Fifth Ward. My mom came from Third Ward. Both these places traditionally were really, really hard, you know, project parts of Houston. They grew up in that. So when, my, when I was like five, my father didn't want me to grow up in that. He didn't want my brothers to grow up in or my brother, my mom, none of that. So they moved from Houston to um, Grand Prairie. And my dad got a job at, um, it's huge now, but it used to be a company called LTV, uh, which basically manufactured aircraft planes back in the 80s. So from that time up, I grew up in a suburban neighborhood. The only time I would go back to Fifth World would be in summers. And, and a lot of that stuff, I wasn't even around because I was a kid and I was away from all that stuff. But I got to see a little bit of it. But when I started doing Music Chase, I thought about my kids and I said, my kids are going to be listening to this. Do I want to be talking about what I want to be talking about or do I want to have something that I can perform for them and they can be present for and I can feel proud of and I can and and another thing I didn't want you know if you look at like a lot of people don't know this I look at Will Smith as like a, a, a template yeah because Will didn't curse in his songs and it took him way further he didn't have to worry about an edited version of a song because you know a lot of songs on radio and I'll be trying to these people up and it'd be a bleep or whatever. I didn't want to worry about going back to the studio and going over my, my every version that you can hear of me. There's some that I'm cursing on cause I'm, I'm an adult. I'm going to say some stuff, but most of the time, man, it's going to be clean because I want to be able to make sure my music can go all over and I don't have to worry about it. And more importantly, I don't want my kids Tonight, like my son is 18 now. He's 18 as of this year. So, I, I mean, if I was to go a curse or whatever, he's 18. He's a grown, you know, grown, grown man. Um, Daddy, why are you cursing? Right. But my daughter, my nine-year-old, I have to keep my content the way that it, it, it is at least um, a little bit longer. Yeah. And. You know, that's that was the main thing I wanted to look at. And some people don't care, you know, but I'm one of those parents that do. So, 
No, that that's that's fine. Like I I I feel you, and even with uh, Kendi, like uh, I I have to if 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 she's around, like I have to make sure that I have nothing, uh, you know, M or R rated on. Like I was la- last week, I was uh, one of the movies I was reviewing was a movie called uh, Coffee and Car- uh, Kareem, and it's a hard R comedy uh, on Netflix. I didn't know. And no, do back. not, do not. They there is a ton of f bombs, ton of dick jokes, and oh shoot, I should probably just said, said that she's, no, not, she's in not in there. Okay, she's okay, good, room. good. Okay, but but you know you get what I'm saying, and I yeah. I would I would be watching it because you know I, we had to talk about it on the show, and then Kendi would come in. Hi, Uncle Chase. I'm like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. So. Well, so you know, like Rhea is, she's at a time where she's really scared of a lot of, a lot of, like scared of the dark, scared of movies. It's a very skittish time in this girl's life right now. So I try to be real cognizant that I'll turn on something, that, and I don't know what's going to scare her until it's midnight, and she comes out of her room. Saying, Dad, I'm scared. So it's 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 real crazy to, to do that, man. And kids, you never know. Like my son, Davin, Davin could watch any. I mean, he gets scared of some stuff, but he was pretty chill. This one, oh man, she's scared of a lot. Oh no, yeah. Like uh, we we took uh, Kennedy to see Onward. She was kind of scared of that. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I, uh, get that. I get that. There's a lot going on in Onward. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, there was a couple scenes involving like uh, it was pretty much the unicorns that scared because the in the in the movie the unicorns are treated as like raccoons, so uh, that that those parts scared her, and then the dragon at the end. But yeah. Uh, but um, yeah. No, I I totally get it. Anyway, uh, holy crud! So I I I want to make sure that uh, yeah. Uh, oh shoot! Never mind. Uh, dang it, I just lost my okay. words. We've been going on for a while. So, let me... Okay, uh, is she is she still at, uh, not in the room? No, no, she, she's, she's gone. She's talking to her mom in the other room. Okay, because uh, I, I feel like when you're talking about uh, collaborating, I mean, you collaborate with people, uh, I mean, people that we both know, like Halo and uh, Christina, who, uh, I, I mean, I'm... Yeah. The, the 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 one thing I could say about you know being a geek and you know being into gaming and all that uh, this Animal Crossing has basically saved a lot of lives and <laughs> people I know don't even play video games they just bought a Switch just to play Animal Crossing uh, and I, I have to say you you there's something wonderful about that uh, even though yeah or what yeah you know and I never played it like it's not i haven't given it a chance like everybody tells me how relaxing it is and how great it is but when it came out in 64 i don't know i wasn't really about that and I, I see the appeal to me um i'll say that uh it's more accessible and because I, I know which one you're talking about uh, the original one on the gamecube uh it's it's more. I would say it's it probably 
I mean, it depends if you just don't, if uh, just the, the whole idea of like a, a social sim is just not your thing, then yeah, th this isn't for you either. But there are things that, there are advancements that they have made to uh, kind of make a, or I would say less slow pace than the first one, uh, if that makes sense, but yeah, no, I, I, I get it. It's not a game for everybody. I'll say that. Uh, and I mean, it's funny how it comes out the same day as Doom Eternal. They're like two, they're two completely different. Uh, yeah. Right, but I heard about how the Doom communities and Animal Crossing communities are like loving each other right now. Which is great. And which now. is great. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I it, we are talking about and yeah, that that's pretty much how I even like keep up with Christina now. We just kind of hang out in Animal Crossing until this is over. Uh, yeah, she's a she's a one of my dearest friends, man. I, yeah. I love that girl to death, and I've known no, her several great. years. Uh, and and I'm really glad that she's going to be on this album. Um, to me, I always saw her because I. And the reason that she's on the album is because um, we used to go swing dancing downtown Dallas together. Um, for a while, we went to this place called the Sons of Herman Hall. Well, when we go to swing dancing class and after the class downstairs, they would have this bar. And in the back of the bar, they had a karaoke session. So they had a guy doing karaoke. And one day, or actually, you know what? Let's back up. Not even that. Her birthday, 2017, wasn't it? Yeah. Her birthday, she goes up and she's had a couple of drinks. And it's her turn to go up and that girl belts out whatever. And it blew me away like, my gosh, she can sing. And years later, of course, we ended up uh, doing that karaoke session I was talking about. We ended up doing Let's Cruise together um, by Gwyneth Paltrow and Huey Lewis. And from there, man, we just kind of built our friendship. And I said, well, I have to put you on an album. Well, I made a song around that time that wasn't really... I made two songs, actually. I was going to put on a song called Infinity and Beyond. But she wasn't really feeling the song. But there was another song I got called Always Alone. And that one she felt better so she started writing in that one and, and she's going to be featured on that song on the album so when this crap is over with um, we're going to work on that get that fine tuned and that's a song that'll be on Child of the 80s no that, that I'm looking forward to that anyway uh, she, she she's still not here right or in the room no, Ray, Ray, is, Ray is out the room man she, okay. she's not here Okay, because uh, and I I mentioned that because yeah she is great I'm I'm looking forward to seeing her again too uh, I mean a lot of people there's the, the list of people that I'm I really want to be a, I mean it's too great I mean I we, we were gonna be doing an event in the first weekend of April that was really cool then of course that got uh, canceled this year but anyway. For all the work you've done with, uh, I mean, just bring friends together. Uh, I think it would be it would be a really interesting step. Uh, let me. Okay, it would be a really interesting step if you were to uh, collaborate with uh, these guys right here. <laughs> I wake up and teardrops they fall down like rain. 
I put on that old song that we danced to and then I head back to the trap. It's not much has changed. I've been hurting up too many years ago. Hoping I could come up quick along the broken road. Well, I hustled and found a plug From me, I tried, show me love Now I'm flexing in a wreck They hating on me too And every sleepless night Let me to where I am That broke my heart They became holes that scam much I know it's true I came up and so could you the boys in blue not in all that <laughs> <laughs> I just like this is too much even for me man I can't maybe if we're doing like a Call of Duty spoof or I don't know well, I mean, so what I what I played here, and the, the, I, I'm bringing a ring endorsement for my main part because we actually played this last time during our review of Coffee and Kareem. Uh, one of my uh, guests, uh, Lisa, she does. Uh, I love that movie and all that, and she uh, cosplays as Batgirl. But anyway, um, she she was like, uh, you know what? I wish the the thugs. And uh, th that movie were were, were more threatening because you know everybody was trying to put on a comedy act in that movie, and I was like, "You want?" I totally agree. I think they should have been more like these guys right here. Apparently, I saw them probably three weeks ago on a video shoot, and it kind of confused the hell out of me. But I thought it was brilliant because it was completely unexpected. And they probably got like thirty million views at this point. No, it, it was completely unexpected because I mean, what you see here with uh, uh, it's basically a mixture of a rap music and a country song. Well, it's a it's a country song talking about things that you normally see in and I wouldn't say in rap in in the hip hop as in general, but there there is a lot to talk about uh, what is in this video, and and by the way. Yes, as you mentioned, like a spoof, this is all fake. The The guns, they're not real. I mean, you could see in the video they are painted. Uh, if Now, it would, be, it would be something if these were to attract real gangsters, and then they would have to kind of explain, no, this is a, this is a knack. We we're, not, we're not really well, in this game. But so here's, here's the thing, though. Yeah. Those type of videos do... Um, attract real gangsters to test guys like this. Um, it's happened, unfortunately, and but you know, in this case, since it's a spoof, nobody's taking this seriously. If they were serious about it, that's one thing. No, there's they... a lot of rappers out there that, that really try to um, convince you that they're the hardest ones in the world, and they are not. They got like 300 bodyguards. <laughs> yeah, they don't have any guns, so. <laughs> No, they, in fact, th this was just some th them like, hey, you know what? Uh, 
country music that's usually white people stuff uh let's what we mix that with uh uh crime and all that uh and i i thought that was that was genius of them and i think that's you know you've had even though you you haven't had music specifically about that stuff but uh you're i mean every once in a while with all the uh or talk about like retro gaming retro movies you would bring up something uh unique like uh uh, talking about social media and you even had you had a song in the works about this too i don't mean to keep i don't mean to come keep coming back to uh covid but uh you you pretty much uh i mean regardless of whether or not it has to do with uh old school you you kind of have a song idea in your head and yeah that's it that's an interesting point that you make um so on my album, a lot of people think I just rap about video games and anime. God, I, I rap about anything that happens in my life. I've rapped about alcoholism. I've rapped about um, a job I've hated twice. I've rapped about being black and a nerd. Of, I was going to put out a song um, called The Dark Matters. That it was about uh, police brutality against black folks. Black, black men. Black people. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of a lot of uh, and and then sometimes I get on a mic and I just spit bars and I, I like I remind people that yeah I rap about you know nerdy stuff but I understand I'm still a lyricist man I come from I come from the old school where you can be funny but you also have to remind people of your skill level and. Unfortunately, a lot of that is lost today with a lot of artists, man. They don't—they want to do stuff for fun and partying and shit like that. But you know, I'm—I'm—I grew up with the, with the Run DMCs and the LL Cool J's and the Trial Call Quest and um, you know Buster Rhymes. And I come from a generation of MCs of, of some of the greatest MCs that have ever MCs that started this and MCs that transcended. So I have a responsibility. And me being in my 40s, especially, I'm not no longer this younger rapper. I'm a, I'm a, a veteran. You know, I'm one that I like to think some other rappers look up to. I have to set an example. And I think you, know, you do. I that, I, you know, I have to set that example. So when I'm gone, you know, I won't be here one day. And all I have left is, is the people around me um, that remember me, pictures, and my music. Yeah. And you have your daughter to carry on the legacy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's all, that goes without saying. Yeah. You know, that goes without saying. She will in whatever way she chooses, whether that be in music or being God, you know, being an accountant or whatever makes her happy, man. This was this was her dad's dream. Yeah. This is what I wanted. My like like David, my, my oldest, I wanted him to take over doing this stuff and, and, and being in rapping and music, but Shit, that ain't where his heart is in music, but more so playing live instruments. Yeah. Like he plays the drums, a little bit of the piano. He's he could be a better producer than I am, and I would love it. Yeah, um, I mean, but, yeah, I mean, right now, Kenny just wants to be Peppa Pig, so and maybe that's a communication. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You let that baby be Peppa Pig, and you leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, I. Peppa 
Yeah, man. If she, she, well, you know, she'll eventually be nine, and there, maybe it'll be the same thing with a chain. Yeah. Well, so what's interesting about Rhea is that she's so different from Davin. Like, Davin wasn't in the anime, and this little girl will sit down and watch One Piece, or she'll watch uh, Food Wars, or she'll and she'll watch, you know, old anime with me. Stuff that I point out. The girl is just, she's got more so, um, more of me and her in that aspect, and and it's that was unexpected because I thought my son would have that. So it's weird how kids turn out different. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let, let's uh, go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh, we've had a great time. Um. That yeah. sure won't be long before Ray comes back and yeah, <laughs> put you in the Pokemon again. Uh, hey, I use Audacity too for chopping up my samples and my beats. Yeah, yeah. So there's a dressing for that. But anyway, so uh, where do people find you and you know find your music, follow you up, all that stuff? Um, they can find me at TechForce1.BandCamp.com. Um, it's where all my albums are. You can find me on Spotify, uh, um, Apple Music, um, I guess Google Mu- Google Play Music. Is Google Music still a thing? Uh, uh, there, I mean, th- there's there's a lot. Yeah, Spotify. Um, what? Any any yeah. streaming services you can find me. You can find me on Twitter at Tech Force Rises, Instagram Tech Force. I'm on TikTok now. I don't know why. <laughs> oh TikTok. no, that'd be great. Hey, you know what? Because a lot of people they do they they uh, put uh, rap on tip TikTok, so you can you could do. Uh, oh, you know what? No, this is genius. You could uh, play your music and have just the TikTok videos. They just be Raya uh, dancing or like doing lip sync to those songs. Uh, and yeah. any, I mean, that's what TikTok basically, I mean, pretty much a lot of that is, is just, you know, um, people young and old, uh, just lip syncing to music, um, or, or sounds from shows. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't have TikTok. I, I've seen friends use TikTok. So I, I'm speaking from third person perspective. Yeah. I, I've used it a little bit, and with varying degrees of success, it's it's. I don't know. I think in social media, man, you either hit or you don't. But I mean, at this point, it's just about having fun. That's a great idea, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Facebook and all um, streaming, but go go check out my music if you haven't, and and ask Chase about it. Chase Chase has been listening. Yeah. For as long as I've been doing it, just yeah. about so. For, for as long, well, I mean, you you started 2013, right? Uh, with Tech Force, yes, it was 2013. Okay, That's so then I, I actually yeah. there was a year I rolled level up. Okay, so then I'm like three years late, but yeah, <laughs> no, the, the 2013, I was still going through high school, and uh, yeah, I was, so was, I yeah, um, but I didn't like so yeah, yeah, man, so find me there, definitely. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and go because this is probably the longest interview I've had, but you know what? We've had fun, uh, and uh, 
Yeah, I got two more coming up. Uh, Claire Deadfield. Um, Darren's like, who the heck is that? Well, don't worry. That's a, a cosplayer. So uh, they, they're all friends of mine. That's why I call them Pond's Peeps, because I want to promote my friends in these times. Uh, you well, know, I appreciate you, you meeting and, and, uh, and doing this. It's well appreciated, man. Yeah. So. And, then, and then, of course, this Saturday. Well, actually, we have another interview with... Uh, uh, you know, another cosplayer, uh, Tiana, but, uh, then Saturday, Dennis Quaidathon. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, we're so yeah. See you later. D- have a good night and take care of yourself. Take care. Yeah.